in a world few have dared to explore. Two men set out on an epic journey to answer life's manliest questions. From the Fortress of Smoothitude in Lawrence, Kansas, it's The Gentleman Podcast with Glenn Stansberry and Brian McKinney. Welcome to The Gentleman Podcast. I am Brian McKinney. I'm sitting to the left of the very, very patient Glenn Stansberry. <laughs> had a, we had a scheduling mishap. Football. Uh, no, not a football. Not a football. Just a... a, a, a a mix of worlds. There was the the home re- renovation project and the podcast. And the got, world domination project. The world domination project got all mixed up. Yeah. Uh, but Glenn, Glenn, uh, Glenn hung through it. He, he made it through. Not a problem. I got to play a little guitar. <laughs> um, I got to really pontificate and, you know. Uh, I thought it was best to just give you some time to think about things. I'm 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 ready to talk, Brian. I I rehearsed the 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 show in my head. So okay, that's good. It's, they say it's good to visualize things. So yes. I hope you spend a lot of time visualizing this podcast. Uh, speaking mm. of visualizing things, Glenn, mm. uh, visualize yourself as the co-founder of a site called Gentleman dot com. Okay. Oh, um, oh, that's me. Yeah, that's you. That's you. You're <laughs> co-founder Gentleman dot com. Uh, Gentleman dot com is a site to go check out manly things, all sorts of manly things. It's like a big world. It's like a universe of manliness. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got Earth. Mm-hmm. You've got the Sun. Mm-hmm. Mars. Mars. Zamus is probably Mars. Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know who Venus is. Uh, I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay, Glenn. Most of the time, I don't. And uh, speaking of not, not knowing where I'm going with this, Glenn, yes. uh, you should visit Gentleman.com, mm. but then you should also visit podcast.gentleman.com because you listen to the episode there, you can read all the links that we were going to talk about during the show, you can listen to other episodes, you can do all kinds of stuff. That's right. You can also, we're going to, we, we have an integration with Uber now, so you can order an Uber car from <laughs> podcast.gentleman.com. Uh, all kinds of interesting things. Oh, so. I, I read that Uber is getting into, what is it, the home delivery they're gonna start with drones. No, no, with cars. Oh, with cars, okay. Brian, because okay. they have you know the car thing going. Right, on. right. Um, yeah, home deliveries. What well, does that have good. to do? What does this have to do with the podcast? Nothing. No. But I felt like you've this, been thinking about this. This will be. Yeah, I had a lot of time with. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, this will probably get edited out. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Okay. So now that we we've we've gone through all the business, Glenn. Oh, there's one more thing. Uh, if you want, if you want to get in touch with us, yes, yes, uh, yes, which you know is a good thing to do. This is becoming a trend, Brian. It is. It is becoming a trend. Uh, people should be excited about this, Glenn, <laughs> uh, because because it's an exciting thing to do. Uh, we've gotten some letters from people recently. We've gotten some items from people recently that yes. we're going to talk about on the show tonight. Mm-hmm. So feel free to reach out. Send us a letter to the gentleman mailbag, uh, PO Box four four two three zero five, Lawrence, Kansas six zero four four. If you can't. If you can't send us a letter, which we heavily prefer, we mm-hmm. like getting mail. It's fun mm-hmm. to do. It's a mm-hmm. fun little activity. Checking your email is pretty easy, but when you get a when you get an actual letter from somebody, it's exciting. You know, we go down there, we go to the mailbox together, we skip down there, <laughs> arm in arm, and then we like play like game of hopscotch. Exactly, over there. exactly. Then we get we take out the mail and we get all excited about it. Yep. Anyway, get some raised eyebrows along the way. Yeah, people 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 frown upon skipping down the sidewalk together. It's what's wrong with two men skipping? You know. Two founders of a website 
skipping down the what skipping down the sidewalk together. Yeah. I don't know, Glenn. I don't know. People are so close minded around here. Yeah. Anyway, okay, Glenn. Well, uh, so <laughs> send us a letter at PO Box four four two three zero five Lawrence Kansas six six zero four four with a question for the gentleman mailbag or just your comments. And if you can't do that, drop us an email gentleman dot com, and we will respond. We will take it under consideration. Mm. We will ruminate, oh, ruminate over it. <laughs> rubber, rubber, we'll rubber made. Rubber made over that. Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, put it in the fridge. Yes, exactly. Um, so anyway, Glenn, that's enough of that stuff. Let's get on to the uh, drink of the week this week. Oh, man. Couldn't come any quicker, Brian. I'm parched. Yeah, I am, I am ready for this. Uh, me too. Me too, Glenn. I, um, okay, so... Uh, this week, it, I, you know, I'm worried that we talked about this one before. This is a seasonal of a of a brewery that we know and love as Free State Brewery here in Lawrence, Kansas. Um, this is, yeah, I don't think we've talked about it. Really? I I, I was thinking we had, um, but maybe not. But I know that we haven't been able to run it through the MTS computer. Okay, for sure. Okay. Um, so this is important to do for scientific reasons, sure. anyway. Uh, so this is the uh, Free State Storm Chaser. It is a quote unquote summer IPA. Mm-hmm. Okay, IPA, Brian. I I know this is uh, this is getting a little bit out of our wheelhouse. It is. You know, we got to do that. We got to test the waters. We got yeah, sometimes you got to bite with the sharks. You know, that's right. Just jump in the sea and bike with the sharks. That's right. I. Well, wait, what? Bike with the shark? Bike or bite? But either way, <laughs> land shark. Land shark. <laughs> land. Yeah. Oh, we're not reviewing a land shark beer. No. Okay. No. 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 That no. that will not happen. Um. But anyway, Glenn, this is this is an IPA. It is a little bit weird. That we're doing an IPA, but uh, it's free state. It's it's that time of the season. It's spring. It's storm chasing time. Hey, so you went with your gut, Brian. That's right. I I applaud that. It spoke to me when I went mm. to the store. So so anyway, Glenn, let's uh, let's crack these open. Um, wait, Brian, you're you're getting in your wallet. That's right. To... I have to get my bottle opener out of my wallet. Wait, hang on. You need to explain this. Well, we, we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk about this later in the show because this has to do with the je- uh, letters for the gentleman mailbag. Oh, so uh, but I've got I've got a handy little wallet bottle opener that uh, was sent to us by uh, somebody. So we're we're gonna talk about that more in the second part of the, in the gentleman mailbag. Okay, segment. Let's see the action on the sofa. Oh, I was I was a little worried that it'd be a little flimsy. Well, thanks. <laughs> it's uh, it, you know, it's basically like uh, yeah, there it works. You go. It works. You just gotta put your elbow into it. There you go. Okay. All right. Well, okay, Glenn. So this is uh, mm. this is the Storm Chaser. Okay. This is a 59 IBUs. 59. Yeah, that's way Ooh. high. Way high. Um, We're getting the alcohol by volume is unknown. <laughs> we were unable to. We were unable to. But we went down. We went to the dark web. We the tried to find. <laughs> We tried to find the alcohol content of this beer, and we were unable to con. So they will not publish how much alcohol is in this beer. If I had to guess, Brian, I would say five to six. That's probably a pretty decent, maybe seven. I know double IPAs are like eight and nine and ten. Yeah, this is a single. I, 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 yeah, I'm just gonna go with. We're just gonna have to say it's probably five. Normal. Yeah, five point five to six. Yeah. Yep. That seems about right. right. Uh, so. Anyway, Glenn. Oh, it's and it's also seven ninety nine. Uh, six pack. That's so that's... lower, higher IBUs, lower price. Okay. So maybe I don't know. Will it offset it? Mm. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not. It's definitely you can taste the hoppiness of it. For but sure. but it's not overpowering. No. I. You know what? Hmm. The thing is, ooh, that's nice because <clears throat> what I don't like in IPAs. Is not only is there hops, 
it, it's that sour, like grapefruity taste. I'm yeah. not a big fan of that. I think it like it, it, it's like it's like a it's like a girl that wears too much makeup. Right. What are you hiding? Right. You know. Right. What are you, what are you putting all those hops in there for? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with your beer? Right. That's a good point. You know what I'm yeah, yeah, no, definitely. You don't want it too. That's the thing. Is I like the smooth, mellow beer. I think that there's. Mm. I think that whole super hoppy thing is really. It's just like pow in your face. You know, sometimes you got to be subtle. It's getting out of control. It is getting out of control. There's a lot of hop heads. When it comes to beer. I've had people tell me, Brian, that I'm not a man because I don't like hoppy beers. Yeah, I've had an Englishman tell me that. Really. And not in so many words. Yeah. Well, yeah, English. the English would not be so blunt. They'd probably invite you to dinner and then say a backhanded compliment about how you're a wanker of a, a Yankee. Right. A wanky. Right. It's nice to meet somebody that doesn't mind being so prissy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, Glenn. Okay, so... What is your uh, what's your take on the Storm Chaser? What's what are you? Um, what I are like you I say? like this. I like it too. I uh, it's actually really good. I don't know if it's just because I was just working on this remodel. Yeah, and my mouth's full of drywall dust or <laughs> what? But <laughs> little t- tainted. Uh... It's taken. It's it's. I'm enjoying this. All right, I'm really enjoying this. Well, easy, Brian. <laughs> easy. We got to make it through the whole podcast now. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Okay, Glenn. What do you what do you think on the mm. MTS scale, the mustache? For an scale? IPA, it is really smooth. Okay. The hops are not overpowering. They're yep. they're there. They're mm-hmm. very they're very much strong. Yep. If you like if you like an IPA, you know this is this is like an IPA that anybody could drink. I think. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a it's a good universal smooth, but there's still some the you know some of that nice hoppy. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Ah. Uh, I'll give this a seven four. Okay. I don't have drywall dust in my mouth, um, so I, I don't know. Let's see. Uh, seven. You said seven four, huh? Mm-hmm. I was gonna go with a seven eight. Mm. Um, I, I'd give it a little bit of a leg up because of the lower wow. price. The price, yeah. yeah. And okay. uh, you know, it's a Lawrence. It's a Lawrence company, so Brian, that's not. Is that part of the MTS? Well, uh, no. I was just... Uh, <laughs> I was saying it's a Lawrence company. Yes. This is a Lawrence company. Mm-hmm. I was just making a statement. It is a Lawrence company. Yeah. You're, you're, you are correct. That's 100% so. correct. Uh, okay, so let me... Um, all right, so let me type this in the MTS computer, okay? Um, so we said... Okay, so we said it was IBUs uh, 59... We're gonna go with a 5.7 percent alcohol because I would imagine that's pretty good. Yeah. It's an IP. It's an IPA, so it's probably a little bit higher alcohol content. Um, and then we said the price was 7.99, right? Yeah. Okay. And then, okay. And so, but then you said it was 7.4. 7.4. And I said 7.6. Or did I say eight? Seven point eight. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, let me. Let me. Let me. Let. Okay. We gotta wait for the computer okay. to finish okay. compiling these, this score. <laughs> Okay, here it's printing out now. Okay. Um, okay. And ooh, ooh it's a 7.6. Oh, okay. Interesting. 
Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Well, so the uh, official empirical score for the Free State Storm Chaser is a seven point six on the Mustache Twist scale. Surprising. <clears throat> Real quick, let's step over to Beersnob.com. Our friends over at Beersnob.com have a non-empirical scale, which we always like to compare our scientific scale to. Right. Um. And I believe. Let's see. Did I have it's that based off up? of emotions and feelings? Yeah. And- Lovey-dovey stuff. <laughs> You know, How, whatever whatever mood you're in. I was feeling blue this day, yeah. and I didn't like this beer. <laughs> you're doing an English accent because that one English guy made fun of you yeah. for my beer drinking. How dare he? How dare he? Um, okay, so they say it's an 86. It's very good. I could see that if you like if you like an IPA, which beer snobs do. Yeah, they do. Then they, I would see how it would trend higher. Yep, I could see. I could see getting this. I'm the wrong audience. You know? Yeah, I, it, it's not like it's lost on me. I can appreciate it, but mm-hmm. it's just not. We're not going to go cuckoo for cocoa puffs on this thing. No, no. Well, why would you? Well, it's not cocoa puffs for sure. Right. Well, yeah, that's important. Okay, Glenn. <laughs> well, all right. So we got that all figured out. Mm. Um, it's good beer. Solid beer. Yeah. Absolutely. Excellent. Okay, so let's uh, look at some interesting posts from gentlemen.com in the last week or Brian, so. Brian, we had a great week on the site. As per the use. Yeah. Now. Status quo. Status quo, right. No no dip in quality, that's for sure. No. Um we uh we had a hard time selecting what to what yeah, to talk about. We were just running through things before the show. A lot of great stuff, mm-hmm. but you know, there, we can't talk about all of it nope. for, for this and that reason. Um but I tell you what, we got some good ones here and we are gonna start off with a doozy. Mm-hmm. Um Actually, a lot of these are doozies. Actually, yeah, they're, they're all doozies. They're all kind of doozies. Yeah. They're, they're all pretty much Three doozies. action-packed doozies. So, uh, <laughs> all right. The first one is added by our good friend Nicholas, mm-hmm. uh, longtime gentleman member. Um, and it is called, from the, it's from HuffPo, from Huffington Post, and it's called <laughs> Artist Paints Wieners Around Potholes to Get Them Fixed. <laughs> Nisifua. Yeah. Which I think means NSFW, which I think means not safe for work. Mm. Which, uh, yeah, I guess if you, technically that term, if you're not safe, you probably don't want to look at, you know, phallic symbols while you're at your desk. No. Yeah. Um, I appreciate getting the label on there. To yeah. Say, like, well know, done. Well right. done. Yeah. Uh, th- 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 okay. So where do we begin on this, Brian? Um, you know, you know, I was thinking about this, you know, usually we probably kind of shy away from talking about something like this just because of the nature, you know, mm-hmm. eh, you know, but... <clears throat> This has to do with vigilante. This is like civic, civic vigilante yeah, justice exactly. type stuff, right? Right. Which I'm all about. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it's an interesting. I think it's an interesting thing. Um, so this guy, uh, does he refer to himself as Wanksy? He refers to himself as Wanksy. I guess that's a a nod to the famous graffiti artist Banksy. Banksy. Uh, but basically, this guy just got fed up with. Seeing all the potholes in town that never got fixed, and I believe it's in some place in England. England. Manchester. Greater Manchester. Greater Manchester, England. Mm-hmm. He got sick and tired of hitting potholes. He's a bike rider, mm-hmm. uh, which potholes can be quite disruptive to riding bikes. It can be deadly. Um, and he, he got sick and tired and fed up of, of seeing all these potholes never getting fixed. Mm-hmm. So he took it upon himself to start creating... I wouldn't call it art. It's very um, rudimentary. Yep. Uh, sketches, spray paint sketches of wieners around the um, around the potholes themselves. Yeah, to draw attention to to them. draw attention to them, so that the city would have 
to have to fix. I guess they don't have to fix them, but <laughs> they can. Well, that's the that's the, the the rub, right? Right. Oh man, bad choice of words. That's the crux of the problem. Yes. Um, <clears throat> you know, the city ignores it. Well, then they've got a big, you know, <laughs> issue. We. we- They've got a really giant issue, uh, <laughs> big problem on the road, um, right? And if they do fix it, then mm-hmm. problem solved. So, yeah, balls in your court, Manchester, England. Yeah, um, pretty, 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 pretty creative way to draw attention to the problem. However, Brian, the other side of the coin, you got families, and this is the this is the city's argument. They're mm-hmm. pretty pissed off, but I mean, the English kind of get uptight about. Yeah. Oh man, this sounds like we're really bashing on English people. I know. So Wanksky, <laughs> Wanksky. <laughs> Wanksy, Wanksy has has provided some comic relief. Oh, and you know what? He doesn't just he doesn't just do the 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 male phallus. Uh, he also he got pretty creative with one pothole. It looks like and did a. Um, a, rendi- a, a rendering of a female. Is this Whistler's mother? Uh, it could be. Yeah. No, this, this is, is uh, yeah, this some is some other maybe. Oh, this is Mona Lisa. Hmm. Uh, anyway, yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, the city of Manchester obviously not very happy that somebody has taken upon themselves this this break hand mm-hmm. vigilante mm-hmm. to draw attention to their shortcomings in uh, the pothole department. Um, and they say, you know, what about families? What about people walking around yeah. with their families? There's a whole thing about has this person considered the families with young children? They're confronted with these these pictures, these spray painted pictures of wieners. Win. <laughs> I'm blanking on all my uh, terms I, here. Know, I don't know. I think it's kind of funny. Apparently, it works. It said it works. Yeah, he's he's keeping track of his success stories and. Um, Good on him, I say. Here's the thing, though. He doesn't know if that's actually doing anything or they're actually fixing the potholes. You know what I mean? Right. Like, what percentage of the potholes were getting fixed before he started doing this? And is it Probably just an excuse <laughs> to go do that and get away with it? It looks like it looks like the ones that they're covering up. Like, I'm looking at uh, the Mona Lisa here, and it looks... <laughs> It looks like the ones that they're covering up, they didn't, you know, the city workers didn't go to any greater effort to cover up the rest of the... Right. When so, actually, in the particular, you'll have to link through the article yeah. to kind of talk about... Anyway, this one, uh, it actually kind of added to the artwork, let's put mm-hmm. it that way, and now it's even weirder. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> yeah. Whatever, whatever you make of this, it's interesting. It is, uh, and that's what our job is. You know, we are not Judge and Dury. Brian and I, we don't. This isn't our job. We, it is our job to to shed light on interesting things. Things. I don't know what our job is. Actually, what is what is our job? I don't know, Glenn. I don't know anymore. Um, okay, well, uh, let's move on to something else, Glenn. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, this- this next post uh, that we're going to talk about Lynn, mm, mm. Um, is is a little bit controversial. It's uh, it's by our good friend Razorback. Mm. Razorback has this is great. Uh, Razorback has has uh, done it again, and this ti- this one is titled. Apparently, no one noticed what this woman was staring at when they chose her for their label. Mm-hmm. Now, and the lead image is this this painting. You know, it's it's like a label for a. Organic um, 
spaghetti, right? Yeah, you guys have always have seen these all these you know spaghetti sauces and salsas pop up in the store, right. like these organic things. And this one's trying to be all high end, mm-hmm. so they're using famous right artworks for the labels. Right, old old artwork. Uh, Middle Earth Organics, and they have a, they have a pasta sauce, and it's the tomato and porcini mushroom sauce. <laughs> All right, so it's got this picture of this lady looking intently at something, and her arms kind of raised, but you really just see her face. Right. The the article is talking about if this company had actually looked at the painting, they would probably have shied away from using it because it's a picture of a lady beheading a man. Right. The actual painting is quite disturbing. <laughs> Judith Beheading Holofernes. Okay. A 1598 painting. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you really want to be uh, shilling pasta sauce with that Yeah, that image in mind of somebody getting beheaded. Uh, but apparently they didn't care. They just wanted to get a nice uh, artsy-looking label. Nobody will notice. I, uh, this brings up the fact that all these weird, organic, small company kind of things that pop up out there, you know what I mean? <laughs> I went to our local, you know, upscale food store mm-hmm. here in Lawrence recently and kind of was looking in like the salsa aisle or something like that. And there's mm-hmm. all these different, you know, $7 salsas from wherever with the fancy label and, you know, organic blah, blah, blah and all this stuff. And it's like, this is like pureed uh, onions, tomatoes, and some garlic. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, anyway, I, I just... That kind of struck a chord with me when I was looking at this thing about these pasta sauces with these classic paintings on there, like super highfalutin. Uh, yeah. My organic uh, porcini mushroom sauce. Yeah. With the painting of the beheading on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <coughs> yeah. This this whole symbolism of the pasta sauce. It's like a can of pasta yeah. sauce and blood. Yeah. Dude, I, I, I'm curious as a person that actually that chose this painting really knew what they were doing like on purpose or not like, yeah was it vigilante you know uh, a, a jab at commercialism I mean how maybe. great is that like a slow played uh, mm-hmm. awesome joke that only he or she knew about well, remember we were talking about on the podcast that, that artist that left the shadow of yeah. the Lewinsky dress yeah, the, in the, the painting the Bill Clinton's uh, portrait in the, what is it in the National Gallery or something like a that pa- apparently this is something that gets done by by uh, graphic designers so see I'm not smart enough to pull that off, I just I can't I, I can't I can't no do way. that. We don't have any Easter eggs out there in the gentleman <laughs> website. If they are, they're an accident. Yeah, um, they're not called e- Easter eggs; called bugs. But yes, <clears throat> any that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. This is it, this is interesting. It's a great article. I, I I will definitely think twice when I go to design my high end uh, pasta label, Brian. Yeah, well, when we get into the uh, gentleman pastas, <laughs> um, we're gonna have to hire somebody else to do our labels. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll be sure to vet them. Uh, you know, Brian, you're talking about seven dollar pastas. Mm-hmm. You know, or salsa. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. seven dollar salsa. You know, the best salsa I've ever had, homemade. And it seriously is like tomato, garlic, right. onion, blender, right. done. I mean, it was yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. If you can, uh, if you can get it nailed down. I think that's one of those things that people like to see different labels and like try different stuff. Yeah, you know, it's like it's a continually like revolving door. Of, yeah, gotta of buying have. stuff. Maybe this one. So maybe this one's the one. Yeah, you know, maybe this is like maybe the one true be, salsa. This is gonna be my jam right here. <laughs> yeah, my salsa, the mango cherry, oh, tomatoes, <laughs> whatever. They got some weird combinations out there, man. 
I, I kind of did that. I was at a, I was at a, a store and I got I was I was in the salsa aisle and I picked out a weird. Mm-hmm. It's like oh this could be really good yeah. and I got it and it was disgusting. I I don't know I, I'm I'll eat anything. I'm like a dumpster. Yeah, like, I'm like a food dumpster. I'll yeah. whatever and I could not eat this. It was mm. it was not fit to be head. I. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, Glenn. Well, maybe we should maybe on a future episode we could talk about uh, our our apparently strong feelings about salsa. Ooh, I like the sound of that. I think that would be a interesting discussion. I think hot button topic. I think it would resonate in more ways than one. (laughs) (laughs) Well played, Brian. That was that was good. Speaking of uh, (laughs) speaking of hot button things, Glenn. Uh, we have another post from Razorback, um, and this was a super popular thing that got posted to the site. I mean, popular. The, okay, so there's this weird, there's this weird thing that happens when you have a like a mustache like button on your site, like <laughs> a like button. You know, mm-hmm. they'll somebody will post something and you you want to like it, but it's like something posted because it's a bad thing that happened right. to somebody. I don't like it. I don't but I like, like it, it, but I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I appreciate it. That's yeah. a better way to say it. Anyway, Glenn, this is one of those things. This is this is called Florida Man Tries to Kiss a Cottonmouth Snake Hospitalized After Bite. And this is this is a story all about this unfortunate uh, idea that this guy in Florida had. He happened to catch a cottonmouth, uh, which is a poisonous snake, um, on, I believe, it was his girlfriend's house or something. Yep. And he, so he takes it, puts it in a pillowcase, which which you would. Pretty standard. Yeah. Uh, And then proceeds to keep it around, take it out when he wants to, uh, plays with it, and he tries to kiss it a couple times. Oh, he does. Yeah, he does. He does kiss it. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. And he he succeeds a couple of times. And then the third time, or fourth time, or I don't know however many times. We don't know how long this guy's been kissing the snake. He takes it out, sets it on his chest, and... One of his friends commented that the snake started acting a little weird. What is what is weird for a uh, water moccasin? Water moccasin? No, cottonmouth. Cottonmouth. Cotton what is um, what? Like looking like I was going to bite him. I I, I think uh, just you know it seemed a little off, Glenn. A little off, and apparently he struck the guy in the face uh, with a venomous bite. And unfortunately, then after that, they have a picture of a before and after, um, and he looks like. You know, the Ford picture, he looks like he weighs about 120 pounds. Yep. And the look on his... They just have a picture of his face in the hospital, and he looks like a 400-pound man. He does. his face is swollen up so big from this bite. Um, it sounds like he's going to be okay, but... Um, I think this is a selfie. I think the hospital... Look, I mean, if you look at... Yeah. I think he took a selfie of himself. Yeah. Selfie um, of himself. But anyway, and authorities say that he might be... Uh, in, in store for some charges because he it's not it's not legal to keep a venomous snake to catch a wild venomous snake and keep it uh, captive at your house for obvious reasons because in, you in might a, get bitten in a pillow yeah um I don't know what else to add to this story Brian yeah I kind of I laid it all out there I put it all out in the line you did you did a good job of setting it up uh, there's nothing to knock down the thing is. I'm always amazed. Like this, you know, the Darwin Awards. Mm-hmm. You know, they never. This never ceases. This stuff never ceases to amaze me. It's. It seems like common sense that you wouldn't want to keep a venomous snake in a pillowcase in your house. Man, if I okay, the head is coming off the snake. 
mm-hmm. at first possible moment. Right. When I see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I just, yeah. You know, when you're 18, you think you're invincible. Right. The snake's not going to bite me. Right. I actually, I don't know. I always kind of thought that snake would bite me when I was 18 and 14 yeah. and 10. And, right. But, you know. Right. Anyway, I, I, just, I, I hate to judge people. I hate to judge a book by its cover. Mm. But I'm looking at this before picture of the, of the guy. Maybe maybe, uh, maybe you learn from this. Maybe yes. this is a teaching moment yep. for him. Yep. That not a good idea to so, capture and keep venomous snakes in your house. He's going to put it on his uh, college entrance exam. Yeah. I hope, he, I hope he's okay. Yeah. I hope he learns from it. And I hope no more venomous snakes, even if you catch them at his girlfriend's house. <sighs> okay, maybe that was it. Maybe he was just showing off. Yeah. All right. All right. I, I got an I, underlying right. sense of this. All That's right. That's kind of what I was... But, it's still stupid, but I get it. Yeah. All right? Exactly. It's for the ladies. Yeah. He, he's just... He's just yeah, Catching yeah. a cotton mouth for the ladies. Yep. Kissing it. Mm-hmm. Kissing a cotton mouth. I won't be doing that anytime soon. No. Um, but anyway, Glenn. Okay, yeah. So, interesting little post. If you're out there, you don't want to... You don't want to be catching snakes and trying to... To get close to them with your face so brian let me let me let me ask you about this this is a little bit of segue yeah uh, a good friend of ours was telling me that his he has a co-worker that invited him to go boar hunting in, in arkansas mm. I, I thought it's because razorback right razorback's right. from arkansas right boar hunting in arkansas and so his co-worker was explaining it to him and and Travis, uh, my friend was like uh you know what uh what what does this entail you know because City kid, you know, like, right. well, I, mean, I don't know. He, he's a city kid. Right. And uh, he's like, well, we, uh, he, well, tra- my friend Travis was like, uh, what, uh, well, I don't, I don't really have many guns. You know, I just got one. For-. And he's like, oh, guns? Oh, no, 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 no. We don't use guns. That's crazy. He's like, no, no, no. We get on horses and we get dogs. And the dogs go round up these wild boars that weigh, you know, anywhere from 200 to 400 pounds. Hmm. And then they, they kind of pin them, and then we have knives, and we get off our horses, and we go and, you know, attack the wild boar. He's like, but, 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 and just so you know, uh, we'll set up camp the night before, and mm. we'll do a lot of drinking. Okay. And then we'll wake up in the morning, and we drink some more. That's good. And then we take, you know, some beer with us on our, on our right. horses. As you would. Uh, and then we go do this. Okay. Seems fine. This... Seems like it falls in the same category. Yeah. This is tempting fate. Here's what it comes down to: is that people forget that these things are wild animals. Mm. Any wild animal, if you trap it and you scare it, it'll strike back at you. <laughs> Drunk guys on horses would probably scare me if I. Yeah, was... absolutely. So anyway, well, the thing is, I guess wild boar can't turn. I guess they like they take short. That has little, to be. Uh, well, I mean, they can turn, but they take short little steps and they're running, mm. so they have to like, you know. Okay, so you have the upper hand on them. I get. I mean, as much as you can on a two hundred to four hundred pound animal. Yeah, I don't know if I would step in the ring with a wild boar. Or not. What do you think? What do you think, Brian? You and me hunting trip. <laughs> get some horses. horses. Get some couple pocket knives. <laughs> pocket knife. <laughs> I think my pocket knife broke off. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably not. I wouldn't be. I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. I just thought I'd throw that out there. Yeah. I. I don't know. I didn't know that people hunted wild boar. Well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a mm. thing. Hmm. I All didn't right. know. Yeah. We'll have to ask Razorback about that. Mm. I'm sure he's got some stories. <laughs> okay, Glenn. Um, yes. Well, now it's time for uh, 
one of my favorite segments, Glenn. What's that? Uh, that is the gentleman toast, Glenn. Mm. And look, I don't, I can't tell you exactly why I, I wanted to toast this guy this week. There's nothing out of the ordinary that he did this week. There's no, he didn't pass away. He's still alive and well. Um, but what better time to post somebody when he's, you know, just out there loving life, doing his thing. Uh, and I want to tell this guy, Sam Elliott. Mm. And Sam Elliott is a legendary film and television star. He uh, starred as Virgil Earp in Wyatt Earp. Okay. Um, he was in Roadhouse. He was like the, the old bad guy, you know. The grizzle. Oh, yeah. yeah that guy. He's in, you know, the Big, Big Lebowski, Lebowski yep. as the, the mysterious stranger guy. And what I always think about when I hear this dude is his voice. You know what I mean? Beef. Yeah, it's exactly. He he worked for years as the spokesperson for the American Beef Council. I love him just for that. Yeah, I can just hear like the the commercials. the commercial. Oh. You know that song. And his voice, you know, it's perfect. Beef stroganoff, beef bourguignon, Irish beef stew, beef brisket, Chateaubriand, sauerbraten, roast beef, Catalonian beef ragu. Mongolian beef, chicken fried steak, steak Diane, grilled steaks balsamico, hamburgers, sizzling beef, spicy braised beef, barbecued beef ribs, beef wellington, pepper beef, beef jerky, beef with broccoli, beef burritos, beef fajitas, beef tacos. Do you see where I'm going with this? Beef. It's what's for dinner. Uh, I remember, you know, when I was a kid, I saw him in Roadhouse, and I was like, that guy, he's cool. Yeah. He's a cool guy, you know? He's always had that handlebar mustache. He did westerns, didn't he? Yeah, he did all kinds of great movies. You know, he like he's one of those guys that's, like, in every western yes. during a certain time period. Um, and a lot of other movies, too. But, I mean, he did a lot of different stuff. But, uh, I mean, this guy, great actor. Legendary voice. I'm always going to remember those American Beef Council advertisements. Oh, <laughs> what well, is he there? also does truck commercials. Yeah, uh, I can't remember which one. Yeah, Ford or or Chevy or Dodge. Maybe Dodge. I don't yeah, know. He's, he's got one of those voices, man. It's like yeah, his does. look. You know, like for for Western movies, that look is perfect, and for commercials, that that gravelly voice is like is perfect so anyway um i just happened to i don't know i kind of i was browsing around the the interwebs and i this guy's name popped up tied to something i think he's in justified he's uh justified a tv TV series and it's i think so i think he's he actually started uh acting on that show and i happened to see some news thing about him i was like oh yeah sam he's that guy is worthy of a toast Mm -hmm. i remember seeing a uh some article dubbed it the best selfie of all time or something like that. There's a picture that back in the, when they were filming the big Lebowski. Mm-hmm. Oh, the guy who plays the dude. The, yeah. Who plays the dude? Jeff Bridges, Jeff Bridges, Jeff Bridges and him posing at the bar. Oh, you know, yeah. that at, at the bowling alley. Right. In our selfie culture, Brian, mm-hmm. this is, this is the, the apex. Right. Uh, but that was, that was before selfies were selfies. Right. That would have been uh, like a film camera, a filmy, a filmy camera, camera, be like a Polaroid. 
Stealthy. But anyway, Glenn. So yeah, I just wanted to. I just you know felt like it was a good time. No one ever thinks about Sam Elliott, but gentleman podcast does. He's, he's kind of a scene stealer, is what he is. Yeah. Sam All Elliott. Right, well, you, to, oh, I, I've got to. I've got to start a new. Oh right. Just to. Need a little bit more torque on that. I know. On that a, bottle opener. Needs like an adapter or something that you. Yeah. Know. Well. Cheers, Cheers Sam. Sam Elliott. Mm. Okay, Glenn. Good toast. It was a good toast. All right. Well, it's time. That means it's time for the uh, hot button topic. topic. And uh, this week, Glenn, I, I I saw this article, and I, I you know it's been making me think about a lot of things. This this whole thing like, like Twitch. Mm. Yes. Right. Twitch is Twitch. it Twitch on TV? I, I can't. I don't know. I'm not. I'm Twitch. not a part com. of this thing. No. You know. Me neither. Um, there's this whole movement about it's big business. It's huge business. It, it, Twitch sold for how many? A couple I billion? Know. I don't a know. Billion? And the whole concept is people screen grabbing themselves playing video games. So it's basically like highlight films of people playing different video games. Yes. And this is like a massive, massive business that sprung up around. It's basically like YouTube for video games. Amazon bought it. Mm-hmm. In September, last okay. September, yeah, nine hundred seventy million. So almost a billion. Oh, dollars. so not even a billion dollars. So pretty close. I misspoke. I said big business, not even a billion. Right, dollars. right, right. Uh, but anyway, Glenn, close. Th- this <laughs> has become so much of a fascination with people that ESPN recently actually broadcast a live video video game. People playing a live video game was broadcast as a like a show, and uh, I had no idea about this. But according to this article, some people playing video games in front of live audiences command tens of millions of fans around the world and have packed stadiums. What? Packed stadiums full of diehards who want to watch top players square off against each other. What? Why? Am I old? I mean, I guess I'm old. Apparently, um, this is apparently according to the, the president of ESPN. He said it's not a sport; it's a competition. Yeah, and I his guess. He, his point is like I'm I'm more into sports, uh, not competitions. The art, the art, the article. Yeah. ESPN, they're because they're the one airing it. So I'm guessing right. they're saying, "Well, we air chess competitions." I get and- the sense that the president of ESPN is not cool with this. Oh, even though they aired but, his network? Yeah. It's but, like, but it was a lot of money. Like the, so. Yeah, the intern, uh, whatever, was like, you well, guys got to get into this video game broadcasting thing. It kind of makes sense because, I mean, you know, you think about, you know, I bet a lot of their demographic is young young males, right? Yeah. Young males play video games. Young males also watch sports. Mm-hmm. I could see that dovetail, you know? Uh, but, I mean, that's the business side of things. But on the... Is it right? Is it sports? No, it's not sports. I mean, is this? Does that mean it's going to be an Olympic event? Maybe you know? someday. You know, you got curling. You got curling. Yeah. Uh, darts. Darts. Are darts? I don't think they are. I don't know. I'm not sure. But they do broadcast darts on television. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's a big deal in right. some places. Bowling. Bowling. Mm-hmm. But that's actual real things. You have to move to do it. You have to like get out of your chair. I don't know. I don't know. 
I would never want to watch somebody play. I would watch somebody play darts. If I was really bored. Yeah. I could see it. If I, I mean, but I would rather watch somebody. Okay, here's one. I think I'd rather watch someone like World Series of Poker than darts. Maybe. World Series of Poker or watching somebody play video games. World Series of Poker. Yeah. I don't. I don't care about. I just don't care. Yeah. I just don't care. It's just they me, make I the guess. point in the article that in, that if you haven't played the video game, no one would have. Like if you, then you would have no interest in right. seeing it. So there's Makes this sense. weird barrier of people that like. You know, maybe if you've played the video game and you found it challenging, and then you see somebody like just go out there and they're just ten times better at you or better at it than you are, mm-hmm. maybe you're interested. In it. I don't know. I don't even see that as being interesting. I played video games before. I wouldn't want to watch somebody else play the same video game that I just played. But apparently, people do this because Twitch is like a big deal. Like it's it, a huge deal. Yeah. Well, and I think it's more. I wonder if it's more of an ego thing, like. On Twitch, you can record yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, you can make your own highlight reels, I think. Yeah. So, like, oh, check out this boss I beat or whatever, and then you can... I'm... I, we're just... I think we're both so out of out of video game culture. But here's the thing. Like, we are ESPN's probably core tar- target audience. Yep. I mean, we watch all the sports. We buy cable packages based on their channel yes. being available. <laughs> you know? Uh, yes. We... You know, we we have the college sports, we have the pro sports we watch. So we're we're the target ESPN people. I visit ESPN at least once every day. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely once in the morning, once in the afternoon, once in the night, just to get the latest. Never at work. Never at work. On my phone on my lunch break, (laughs) before breakfast, (laughs) and after work. (coughs) But yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, I think it's cool that ESPN is trying to. Try, like trying to delve into these weird things, you know, but uh, I don't. This, yeah, <laughs> I don't. There's some things you don't really need to do. No, it's like walking off a bridge. I, I, I don't know. It's bad, but it I probably makes them a lot it. of money. I mean, you think? It, I think so. How would how would broadcasting a live video game make them money? Because I'm telling you, man. If you play video games, like they said, if you play video games, if you play this video game, you're gonna, all into it's it. Gonna, it's going to interest you, but also the money side of things, purely purely from a financial standpoint. Mm-hmm. I mean, the tech, uh, their advertising they could sell for tech versus you know whatever yeah. else. It's a, it, there's a lot of money being spent in that sector, basically. Hmm. Anyway, interesting. Doesn't mean it's right. There's a lot of being, money being spent a lot of different places. Like well, on Cialis. The <laughs> Cialis. Um, yeah, basically the point of the article is to point out that these are not sports, they're competitions, and shouldn't be airing them on television like this. I'm with them. I'm with them, too. Seems like a weird thing to do, but maybe we're just a couple of old curmudgeons. Maybe next year, you know, there's going to be like an ESPN game channel. I'm not watching and, it. Yeah. ESPN G, and it's like all games all the time. I think this is going to be a lot of like what soccer is for a lot of people. Like there's soccer channels and networks, and people just don't care. A lot of people just don't care. I enjoy soccer. That's different though, because that's like a it's an over sport. I, I know, but I'm saying if if ESPN was airing it, I think people just you either you either oh, love you either it, or, into you either it or, not. It, or you don't care. Get the ESPN game package, right? Exactly. Like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Call of Duty. 
Yeah. Um, <clears throat> anyway, well, we'll see what happens with it, Glenn. We're gonna have to monitor this situation. We might have to have a gentleman games like <laughs> us playing video games YouTube channel or something. <laughs> that yeah. reminds me of uh, what, what is it? Conan had like rush in to uh, uh, they got the band in to play rock band. Uh, and they did a Rush song. They did uh, they did Tom Sawyer, and they you know you know the premise of Rock Band is you have to get so far right, you have to finish the song right, and they they, st- they got stopped halfway through like they were that bad right, and, and it was hilarious watching them try to struggle through singing and playing their own song right on Rock Band. Anyway, so that I would watch right. I, I would watch that something in jest right. I would watch uh, like you, would you know, only you watch a channel about Rush trying to play their own songs on rock band. Yeah, I would have I would I would watch a channel of rock rock musicians trying to play their own song on a rock band. I would watch that. Mm-hmm. I would That's watch a good idea for a show. I would watch uh, uh, Navy Seals try to play a, Call of Duty. Uh, Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. I'd watch that. That'd be pretty entertaining. You could watch uh, professional basketball players playing there you go. their stuff. Yeah. But even then, I don't even. Because they already do that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's a big thing. It's a very small market show. Yeah. And I'd be the only watcher. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, we we could put that in development. Let's just say. Put it in the hopper. That's right. It's just an idea we're throwing out there. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see what happens with that, Glenn. We'll be monitoring the situation. We'll keep it close. We'll keep you updated. We'll report on back. what happens with that. ESPNG. Um, okay, Lynn. Well, that means it's time for the questions from the gentleman mailbag. Mm. Glenn. And this is a little bit, uh, this one was a little bit different this week, Glenn. Um, we, we didn't receive a question from the gentleman mailbag, but what we did receive was a fancy schmancy bottle opener. Yes, we did. From a company called Beer and Friends. Beer and Friends. Mm-hmm. And, uh... They sent us. Uh, they sent us a nice little email, and they said that they were they're doing a Kickstarter or something like that. Yes. And uh, they said they said they'd send us uh, the, what they're building on the Kickstarter. Apparently. Yeah, I think it's been funded. I, I think, think. Yeah, I think so too. Basically, it's a little um, wallet sized bottle opener that looks like a credit card steel. Yep. Uh, you keep it in your wallet, and you can take it out and pop a beer with it. Um, it is hardened steel. It is laser cut. Oh. And there's a bunch of different designs that you can pick from, apparently. I can right. get the website to pull up. Mm-hmm. Talk about those designs. The one we got was a bear. A bear with <clears> antlers. <throat> oh, maybe that's not a bear? Yeah, it's a bear. No, it's a bear, bear with, with antlers. With antlers. Um, well, you know. So anyway, uh, we thought it was kind of a cool little thing that we got a hold of and uh, thought we'd talk about it. But the question that it reminded me of, Glenn, is mm-hmm. um, how thick is your wallet? Because this, when, this I, when I got uncomfortable really quick, when I uh, when I got this, I, I looked at it and I was like, I, I'm gonna put this in my wallet. Yep, but I don't want to because I try That's to keep extra it minimal. Girth. It is. You gotta try girth. to keep it minimal. Man, all right. Unfortunately, Brian, my wallet is too thick. Yeah, I got too much going on in here. I'm just noticing that. Yeah, it's a lot. Right, it's a lot. Right. Um, I probably should eliminate some things in here. I've tried. But I just can't find a way to quit them. Right. Um, I have, you know, about three debit cards, a couple of credit cards, a Starbucks card, evil Starbucks card, mm-hmm. license. Mm-hmm. And But the thing is, is that I know this wallet can take it. Yeah. And you know how I know that? Because it has a 100-year warranty. Ah. This is a Saddleback leather wallet. Ah, I see. 
and it has been broken in by yours truly and used and abused and I'm happy with it. So while it is, while it will, you know, make me walk funny. Right. Um, Maybe walk funky. <laughs> that's exactly what I'll be doing. I'm walking funky. Right. Uh, it's too thick, Brian. What about you? I think we're probably, I'm, I'm curious now what the size. Oh, see, now you have a trifold and I have I've a bifold. A tri- yeah. This is. You have more leather to work with. How do I? I can't compare. Oh. Uh, they're about the same, actually. I mean, they're pretty much the same. Oh, yours is just a, maybe a little bit smaller. I've got so I've got I've got three cards for debit and credit. Okay, and then three I, a piece. Wow. Then I've got a key card and my my healthcare card and my library card. Nice. And my Starbucks card. There you go. Why do we have to have all these cards? I hate cards. <laughs> it's oh man, it's uh, it's interesting. Well, then I got the driver's license, and now my bottle opener. So right that, now, you have that a comprises bottle my <clears throat> that comprises my wallet. I do like this bottle opener. Um, it's handy. It is handy. I guess I could just put one on my keychain, but then you got another on a keychain. Yeah, exactly. And I don't like to have lots of stuff on my keychain either. <clears throat> this bottle opener is nice because the beer with friends bottle opener is nice because. When I looked at it, I thought Brian was going to twist the thing in half when he's trying to torque the bottle open. Yeah. I thought so, too. It, it seems it gets it done. It seems kind of small for what it has to do, but it gets it done. Yeah. And, and you know, it, I think that's the issue is that it's small. It's smaller, so you have to put a little bit more yeah. elbow into it. Yeah, that would be just as much user error as anything yeah. else. I, I didn't do a good job of getting a hold of it. We'll go check them out. It's Beer and Friends. Yep. Um, they got some Kickstarter going right now. They have... They said to go to beerandfriends.com. I went and the site wasn't up. Oh. So maybe if you're really interested, maybe search uh, Beer and Friends on Kickstarter or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Glenn. I don't know. We can, we can, we can, we can lead a horse to water. That's right. <laughs> but then our website's not up. We can't make anybody um, drink. Oh, actually, it's a good segue because it's a bottle. Of, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Glenn, it's something we got to work on. we got to minimize our wallets. Yeah, we do. There's a whole movement about that. Minimize yeah. our wallet. There are. Man, I don't people think people have too much time on their hands. You I, know? I keep it as minimal as I can. Yeah, you know, the stuff I have in my wallet, I pretty much I, my library card. I don't use it very much, but I don't want to have to think about it every time I have to go get it. Right. And other than that, I mean, yeah, that's about it. I, I got a couple of free state lunch coupons. I don't you? Do you have to carry your health card around, like your health care card? I don't think so. If really? you have your social security number, really? I don't yeah. think so. Of course, you say that. I'll take my health card health card out. Sorry, <laughs> Brian. Yeah, Can't put your arm back on. You don't have your card. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brian, what do you think about this? All right, there's there's this thing, everyday carry. Right. This mm-hmm. is the the whole. What do you have in your? What do you put in your pockets every day? Okay. And yeah. people will you know take pictures of everything. Oh yeah, this has been going on for a while. I know. I I just people got too much time on their hands. Yeah. Who cares what's in your pockets? Maybe maybe I'm a little too short-sighted. Maybe I'm not looking at this the right way. But I just... I don't know. This is my this is my Glenn Doesn't Care episode, I think. Yeah. I don't care about watching people play video games. Mm-hmm. I don't care what people carry in their wallets. Or, yeah. Well, I don't care what people carry in their pockets. That's right. What I meant. Maybe that has nothing to do with what we're <laughs> trying to accomplish tonight. <laughs> but, rest assured... I've been thinking about it. Okay. Well, that's good. All right. It's good to be thinking about it. Yeah. I had good. a lot of time you to think, a lot of time about. think about it. Yeah. 
things. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, while well, you were hanging drywall. Well. And I was strumming the guitar. Mm-hmm. There is a, and this has been making around this gentleman, there's all these little, with with Apple Pay, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of sparked, you know, a lot of wallet minimization. Yeah. Hope. And then there's the whole, the the, the credit card, like one credit card to rule them all type thing. Where yeah. The, uh, yeah. I don't you know what I'm talking about. Called. Yeah. It's like, it, it, it is like a credit card, but it, it replaces all of your credit cards. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's that too. Mm-hmm. That would be handy. Yeah. That, is that even in production though? Because I've been hearing about this for like the last year, and I don't know. We get Brian and I get I don't know how many Kickstarter emails every day. A lot of yeah. There's a lot of Kickstarters out there. So and so and so and so, and they all hire PR firms. Mm-hmm. The nice thing about these beer and friends guys, they just you know kind of genuine dudes, and they yeah, they just reach like, out. Right. And yeah, maybe we'll do more of this in the future because it's nice to try yeah. out products, and we have a we have a a forum now that we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kind of spout off about what we've been yeah exactly been sent so yeah okay yeah. Glenn well no consensus on that but we do appreciate Beer and Friends sending us their um, handy dandy wallet bottle opener mm-hmm. they should have sent us two because there's only one there's two of us ah, and, and okay. one of them I have the world's best bottle opener at home it's true so nothing will it's replace true. that it's true okay Glenn well that was episode fifty seven. When Straight get, to the heart. When do we get the senior citizen uh, discount? Our walkers? Yeah. No, 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 Brian. <laughs> senior citizen discount? Jeez, you're going to offend a lot of people. Yeah. The, I guess that, you know. I don't know. Maybe this place like 65, maybe. Like, 63? you know, over 65 55. senior menu? 55. I mean, like, over 65 episodes? <laughs> yeah. I'm over 65. Uh, Yeah, we... um. Do you guys do a senior discount? <laughs> we're on, we're we, on seven. We're running on seventy. We're running on episodes. seventy episodes. So um, here's, yeah, we're here's our there. podcast. We're getting up there. You think we'd be better by now? I think it seems like we've gone downhill. The, th- the problem is, Brian, is I think the beer degrades our performance on the podcast, but it's an integral part of our podcast. Exactly right. So there's no there's no winning. No. It's a zero-sum game. You can't have one without the other. <laughs> well, anyway. Well, anyway, Glenn. Okay, so that was episode 57, Glenn. I'm looking forward to episode 58. Yep. Write us, um, send us bottle openers, send yeah. us postcards. Well, just send us just send us a letter. Send us a letter to general mailbag. P.O. Box 442305, Lawrence, Kansas, 60, And we will uh, look forward to hearing from you. Yeah, we will. Oh, Brian, should we call it, a, should we call it an episode? I think we definitely should. Definitely should call it an episode. Okay. Um, I'm Brian McKinney. I'm Glenn Stansbury. Thanks for listening to episode 57. We'll see you guys next time for episode 58. Cheers, everyone.